Hey, welcome back to the Olympic Coaching Podcast. Coach Caleb here with you today, and we're diving into a topic more about tips for the new year. And as always here on the Fit Coaching Podcast, we're always trying to bring you guys practical information, stuff that's actually going to help you addressing the most important and relevant topics in the fitness and health industry these days. Questions that you're asking, you want to answer those to help you understand how you can take it forward. Let's jump into this topic today. All right, so I'm sitting here on December 29th, and we are uh, talking about the new year. You know, the, the new year is a time whenever we are, are always thinking about, you know, what do we want to do better for next year? We're thinking of what do we want to leave behind from last year, and we want to uh, move forward better in the coming year. And that usually also means some sort of uh, health-related goal or it can often come as a New Year's resolution. Uh, so if you know me at all, like uh, I've come to really dislike that uh, that whole tradition of New Year's resolutions because how many people actually keep those? I mean, seriously, guys, come on, let's think about it. So it's just funny, uh, you know, why why do we do these things? You know, what do people usually do? So it's good to uh, ask these questions and understand to get a picture of of the patterns and stuff and get an idea of like. Okay, how can we actually approach 2022 a little bit differently? And so uh, let's think about what do people usually do? Um, Usually people will make some kind of big grand goal. So for example, let's say someone wants to lose 20 pounds or 10 kgs, something like that. And, And so what they end up doing is they'll go all in on something that's like way more than they're currently doing right now. So it might be going from zero exercise to like five days a week, or it might be going from uh, eating super processed foods or eating out a lot and things like that and going on to this super strict diet that's restricting everything that they love. Um, So that ends up being super tough to maintain. And then people will go on, or maybe they'll go on to another level and they'll buy a membership of some sort. So some people buy a lot of fancy equipment and they're like, yes, it's going to be the piece of equipment that's going to help me actually be consistent. It's going to get me in shape. It's going to get me that six pack. It's going to get me the body that I want. This is it. This is my year. We're going to do it. You know, maybe you've, uh, you've, you've been doing some of these things. Maybe you've already bought a membership. Maybe you're planning to, to do something grand for year 2022. Maybe you're excited to leave behind uh, the happenings of 2020 and 2021. And you're like, yes, I'm going to make it happen this year. Those were rough years for all of us. Um, but what happens is whenever we make these grand big goals, we, whenever we, make, we do this all or nothing kind of mentality, when we just cut out a bunch of stuff that's going to be super hard by the end of January or even before that, within days of trying to start something, it becomes hard to maintain in by the end of January, usually most people who have made a New Year's resolution forgot what that even was and have left it behind. <laughs> so I get it. I mean, I'm in the fitness world. There's literally gyms who depend on this cycle of New Year's resolutions. They don't expect you to come all year long, but they put out the ads. They put out the stuff to get you to 
book a membership for an entire year. So whether you show up or not, they got your money. It helps them sustain themselves for an entire year. It's really sad. It's not that they don't want you to come. They do want you to come. They want to impact your health, but they're thankful that uh, even if 100% of the memberships are not coming, at least they got the revenue. It's So it's kind of this sick, really sad thing that happens within the fitness industry that um, this kind of psychology, this culture of setting a New Year's resolution causes people to make these huge investments that actually go completely unused. And so this isn't really helping the obesity epidemic. This isn't helping us maintain our health. This isn't really helping us to have consistency to be who we want to be. It really isn't helping us to um, actually get the outcomes that we want. So today I wanna go into a little bit of how we can actually make things stick here in 2022. So I'm going to give you six simple tips, okay? And of course, this can, you can address one at a time, you can do all of them over time throughout the year, but approaching 22 in this way is definitely gonna help you not have this all or nothing mentality. It's not gonna make you uh, set these unreachable and unattainable goals uh, that you just end up giving up on throughout the year. So let's dive into these. First one, is to make behavior goals instead of outcome goals. What do I mean by, by behavior goals and outcome goals? An outcome goal is, you know, I want to say I want to lose 20 pounds, going back to that example. Um, that is the outcome that I want. But if I don't think about the behaviors or the things that I need to do every single day to get there, then I won't know where I'm going. I won't know the direction I'm heading. I won't know what I need to do consistently to make that happen. 20 pounds doesn't come off just like that. You know, It doesn't come off that easily. You have to do things on a consistent basis in order to attain that. You need to change what you're doing consistently now. So there's a saying that says, we are the sum of our most frequent behaviors. So that means the outcome of who we are right now is determined by what we do most frequently by our habits, our regular behaviors, stuff that we're repeating, whether that's our food habits, our fitness habits, um, our exercise habits, or even just like our work and stress and um, sedentary type habits, things like that. And so rather than focusing on this outcome goal, that's good to have in mind, we should actually set behavior goals. So focus on the stuff that you do most consistently and less on that end outcome that you want. Because if you focus on those major behaviors that you need to change over time, focusing on one thing at a time, then the outcome is going to come automatically over time. So let's think of that 20 pounds. Maybe that means like, okay, I want to lose 20 pounds, but I haven't been working out for several months or years. So that means I'm gonna start with, I'm gonna work out once today or I'm going to work out once this week. I'm going to try to get something in. Over time, I'm going to work on doing it twice a week, three times a week, I'm working up to maybe five days a week, but starting small and getting some consistently and getting a win at that. That's how you produce this consistency to make it a new behavior to the point that you actually crave it, that you feel weird if you don't do some kind of exercise, something like that. Nutritionally, it may be, I want to cook more meals at home. That's a behavior that I want to do rather than doing the easy, you know, quick click the button and the food comes to you when you order it. 
Uh, rather than doing that, I'm going to go through the effort of planning, go, doing the grocery shopping, and uh, preparing the food at home. Those are like three behaviors in one. I, I got to plan ahead. I got to go and buy the food. And then I got to prepare it. So that kind of preparation, maybe that's a, a basic behavior of just I want to learn how to plan my meals better. Um, it might be I know another behavior of you know uh, instead of isolating, instead of trying to uh, do it all on your own um, without telling people, you're going to actually tell someone about your fitness and your nutrition goals and stand your ground on that. And so that you're not just getting peer pressured into eating foods that you know are not helpful for you. Those are just a few things that are like, these are behaviors. So working on those behavior goals instead of focusing on the end outcome that you want, it's going to help you really make progress and make it stick because it's going to become a new part of who you are, making those routine behaviors rather than stuff that you're trying to force. The second tip would be choose an activity that you like or one that you think you can sustain rather than something that you just dread to show up every day. Not everybody likes to go to the gym. Not everybody likes to do weightlifting. Not everyone likes to do marathon running uh, or long distance running. Not everyone likes to do swimming or dancing, but find something that you do like. Some people love dance fitness. Some people absolutely love getting out and running and just going consistently for a long period of time. Some people love cycling. Some people really relish getting into the weight room and moving some heavy weight. Whatever you like to do, stick to that. And of course, do other things, other sports to, to broaden your experience, to give your body a different sort of stimulus, a different sort of uh, reaction to what you're doing to it. But whatever you can do consistently, focus on that first. Find something that you really enjoy, some type of fitness, some type of, type of gym or um, an active group that you can really enjoy being with and, and being a part of consistently. And that's gonna help you actually make this happen. Because if you're just doing something that you hate, like, oh, I hate showing up to the gym every single day because I don't, I just don't like it. Um, that's gonna be tough to maintain, guys. Like, this, it's just like, we don't typically uh, consistently do stuff that we don't like very often. We find ways that we can like it um, or we choose something that we do like. So that's tip number two, find something, an activity that you do like and do that consistently. Three, make nutrition behaviors a higher priority than exercise. I'm gonna say that again. Make nutrition behaviors a higher priority than exercise. Why do I say that? Because it's a much higher percentage of uh, the outcome of how you look is dependent on what you eat or how much you eat rather than how much you move. So both are important. Don't, don't get me wrong here. Movement and nutrition are both super important but no amount of exercise can fix a broken diet. So focusing on those nutrition behaviors is going to have a greater impact on how you look and feel than that exercise will. And both together is super powerful. So focusing on the nutrition behavior is going to be super, super important. And I wouldn't say just go all, all or nothing, man. Don't just go and start eating salads. Don't just... Um, completely cut out everything and feel like you're just restricting yourself and like you're just in jail all the time every time you go out with friends or something like that. Um, focus on one thing at a time. 
So maybe that's having more whole foods, okay? Maybe that's choosing to um, eat out less. Maybe that's choosing to use less processed foods in your cooking uh, or having, uh, maybe that's uh, using less highly processed and refined oils in your cooking. A simple change like that, using extra virgin olive oil or or, uh, virgin coconut oil, something like that. or maybe it's choosing to have more protein in your diet to, so that you're not as hungry for the other uh, type of snacks that are just not going to fill you up. Whatever that nutrition behavior needs to be, focus on the one thing at a time. And as you get proficient and consistent at that, add another nutrition behavior. Add in those exercise goals as well. And so you can do hand in hand as far as nutri- one nutrition behavior and one exercise behavior at the same time. But... Make that nutrition behavior the, um, the one that you're not going to compromise on. Make sure you work on that first. Making it a higher priority is gonna really help impact the way you look and feel. So tip number four is take time to slow down and recover. So that means mentally, physically, emotionally. The last couple of years have been rough on us, guys. It's been super rough. So with the whole pandemic and everything, uh, it's really brought to light a lot of stress and anxiety in uh, the fast-paced world that we live in, where people are just frantically trying to, to make it or, um, or pursue maybe their idea of what it means to make it um, to success, things like that. And it's really helped people uh, it's forced people to decide what is more important. And if you haven't taken the time to to slow down, to to consider yourself, to care for you, um, I encourage you to do that here in 2022. Because stress and anxiety, if there's stuff that's contributing to your life that's just making it too high, where your stress levels, you're emotionally unhealthy, then that's going to lead to you know a hormonal environment that's going to make it tough to feel healthy to look healthy to it's going to make you hold on to body fat because your body is just in this survival mode all the time trying to survive and so working on those things that help you recover um, physically mentally emotionally that's means attaching yourself to a community of supportive people that means um getting enough sleep, working on getting, um, you know, seven to eight hours of sleep per night. That means doing the uh, physical recovery type things that are going to help you be mobile and, and being able to exercise well and without pain whenever you need to. Um, emotionally, I mean, that means, you know, taking the time to slow down, to breathe, to think through your day, to not let the day uh, be coming at you where you're having to react all the time, but you've already taken uh, just a few minutes to think through what could happen to the day. So you're prepared at least a little bit to be able to address the day as it comes. And so these these little things that, that help you slow down is going to help you be more healthy. And even being willing to say no when you have to. Say no to an opportunity that could end up putting more stress on you than you need. Maybe saying no to... Um, doing extra work. Maybe it's saying no to um, just being too busy so you can slow down your life and enjoy the people around you, the life that you have, that you're blessed with. So that's tip number four. Tip number five, check your emotional or cultural connections to food and exercise. Just take a minute to to think through. I mean, take significant time to think through um, how the roadblocks and the difficulties that you're facing with nutrition or with exercise 
are, they're not random. They're there from our past experiences, from the community that we're involved in, from the culture that we're in. Why do you feel shame if you uh, have a suite? Why do you um, feel guilty if you're um, not working out or something like that? Or why do you feel like you need to make up for um, what you ate by exercising? Do you feel like, why do you feel like you have to earn that or something like that? Is that a, a healthy relationship with food? Is that a healthy relationship with exercise? Is it just this constant game of, uh, or this constant battle really of, you know, the nutrition and exercise is something that you have to do to an extent so you can live the life that you want to live. Is that a healthy way to approach life? Is it a healthy emotional relationship uh, with food and exercise? I don't think so. That's not going to help you be consistent long term. That's not going to help you enjoy who you are to accept who you are. So I would check that. I mean, check your cultural background. Where, where in your culture is that forcing you or you feel like it's forcing you to eat certain things you know are not great for you? Or um, where are your emotional connections? Where are you trying to cope? Where are you trying to make up for how you feel with food or exercise? Are, are you trying to cope with uh, stress or anxiety or other type of emotions? Um, by eating food that provides a temporary comfort and then you feel guilty after that? How's that going for you? Um, with exercise, are you over-exercising because you're trying to escape or something like that? Or you, do you keep breaking your body down because, and over-stressing your body so to the point that you're not getting any more results because you're over-exercising? These are all things to consider. Consider your attachments to food or your cultural impact of food and how you can address that in some small way here in 2022. And then number six, our last tip for you today is, I've mentioned this several times, but join a tribe, you know, join a community, be a part of some people, find who can be a part of your inner circle, someone that you see regularly throughout the week or even every day friends, family, or even professionals um, who can be a part of your support team to help you to make all of the above, all of the previous tips happen. Uh, whether that's joining a, a community at a gym where there's group type classes or you're getting together with a, a pro, a professional trainer, or you're asking an online coach like me here at Olympic Coaching, or uh, you're just letting people know. You're, you're asking and, and seeing which friends and family will support you. And how can you link arms with them? How can you be connected? So you're not just doing this journey, this health journey all by yourself. It's not easy to do it by yourself. It's, I would say it's almost not possible. We are made to be connected to other people. We are made to uh, be a part of community. We're not made to be in isolation. Uh, it's not good for us to be alone. So join a tribe. Be a part of a community that motivates you, that helps you move towards your health goals here in 2022. These are the six tips for 2022. That's my little piece going for you here. I'm sure next year we'll have this conversation again. Maybe we'll have some new tips or something like that. But hope you enjoyed this episode that it added a lot to you today. It helps you think through how you might approach 2022. If you make a New Year's resolution, consider these tips before you make any sort of decision decision on who you want to be or how you want to approach 2022. Thanks for tuning in. I'll catch you guys on the next one.